Hello, everyone. You're listening to Battle Red Radio. My name is Matt Weston, and tonight I'm joined by uh, the Sam Darnold to my Josh Allen, my uh, mortal enemy Taylor. How are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing well. I actually like that comparison. Even though I feel like Josh Allen's like the quicker guy, Sam Darnold's kind of like the bigger guy, so I feel like that it would be a little bit reversed there. Uh, I'm a wild spirit, though. So what is that's that? why I'm Josh Allen. I don't... I'm a wild and reckless spirit. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Mustang running across the yeah, but you look like Utah a Sam desert. Darnold. You just even look like a Sam. No, I don't. Like you, okay, maybe not a Sam, but you look like your last name could be Darnold. Maybe. <laughs> Come on, you got to give me that one. Yeah, maybe. Or like you're Josh Rosen. I don't want to be Josh Rosen. Yeah, you be Josh Rosen. <sighs> okay, I'll take it. That's fine. That's fine. Wait, wait. Let me be Kirk Cousins. Yeah, if you uh, wa- really want to be, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a coward. Oh. Now you're trying to hurt my feelings. I thought we were just talking like nice little banter there. I mean, you you can't. I can't hear the name cousins without coward. Somebody's like, yeah, your cousin uh, Jeff. Oh, he's a coward just because they said the the word cousins. You know. Yeah. I automatically say coward when I hear so it. So whenever you're like, yeah, my cousin Matt. Coward. Coward. Yeah. He's actually he's a really cool guy. He's <laughs> like a he's like a yeah. a wilderness firefighter. Uh, he's a cousin, so he's a coward. Oh my god. That's how it works. Is that what you do? Is that what you do in your free time? Is this what you do? <laughs> yeah, I just I'm just angry all the time. Good lord. Uh but I am a coward for not picking the Buccaneers to make the playoffs. Actually, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. I know. And you talk so much smack. And uh, it was all about Jameis Winston, <laughs> Bruce Arians. By the way, because we're not going to talk about them at all, but seriously, did you see Jameis Winston last preseason game? Yeah, he looked good. He ride. looked awesome. No, it was so bad. It was hilarious. Oh, he really? looked terrible, man. He looks like Jameis. <laughs> he has not changed, and it's great. And you are, you are such a coward. I uh, their schedule is too tough. Doesn't matter. I'm glad Cam's hurt though already. Oh my god. I'm okay, glad. so I do have a story to tell. Even though nobody gives a crap about anybody's fantasy team, a rat tiny. Yeah, rat tiny. So I was at work drafting my team because the draft started out the exact time I got off of work, so I had to stay there. Okay. So I'm walking up, and I'm just walking out to my car, and it's like the fourth round, and three picks are in front of me. I switched my hand. It ended up being my pick. I drafted Cam Newton in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next round, sucks. I drafted Lamar Miller. So sucks. this league is already the greatest thing. I think I have a shot, man, in a 14-man league. It's a 14-man yeah. league. Yeah. Don't even set your line up. I don't even know what I should do at this point. I think I'm done. Yeah. Oh, wait. Well, wait. As a text, since we're not going to talk about him. As a Texas fan, should I be picking up Carlos Hyde? Should I be well, pick- Hyde plays for the Chiefs. Well, I know, but they're going to cut him. You think so? Oh, yeah. They're already talking about cutting him because their rookies. That Tamaris appa- guy. Well, yeah. Apparently, their Tamaris rookies are Johnson. amazing. Yeah, the six-round pick from Tulsa. So, if Hyde's cut, would you want him or would you want like a Jai? Uh, probably Hyde because Hyde's at least healthy. Okay. Well. You know, I like a Jai a lot. Because do you think even your coach would even give a shot at rookies? They didn't draft anybody. They drafted a fullback in the seventh round. Yeah, they didn't draft a good That's rookie. what you want, right? Now they're not, all their running backs. They have like seven of them, and none of them are good. Duke Johnson, all the way, man. Yeah, but he's a bad runner. He's just a pass catcher. That's exactly what I was saying, man. Yeah. They're gonna get Carlos Hyde. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I I, I was like, I was out at dinner on Saturday, and they showed the ticker. Brag. And uh, it was like Cowboys are up thirty-one to zero. I'm like, what, what the it is. hell is going? That's what happens, man. And I checked my email. I was like, everybody's dead. Andrew Luck's retiring. Oh, I was like, what world? What world <laughs> did I walk <laughs> out of? Where am I? Yeah, I was like, I had the phone away. I wasn't checking the internet at all. 
And I went to the bathroom. I was like, let me take a peek. I was like, what is going on out there? Do you feel excited that Andrew Luck retired? Or are you I'm just... I'm devastated. Okay, I was it about sucks to... sucks so yeah. much. I just... I really do feel bad. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. And by the way, any fans booed, man. Yeah, they're awful. The oh, Colts, my God. The Colts fan base and the franchise is the worst franchise That's the worst thing I've ever they're, seen. They're a disgusting, despicable franchise. And you just feel bad for that. He's truly breaking down. Yeah. And he's just giving up on his body, or his body's giving up on him. Yeah. And his fans booed him. And his exact quote was, I'm tired of the cycle of injury, pain, rehab, yeah. injury, rehab. And that's all pa- he's injury, done. Injury, pain, rehab. So I'm tired of the same cycle, and he's in it again. God, the yeah. fans, man, that's they're trying to like get a Phillies fans for a run for their money. Yeah, poor people. They had one bad year. They watched Jim Story play quarterback. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and then they didn't invest in their offensive line. And he was hit the most times in football, and part of that's Bruce Arians' fault for the type of offense they ran his rookie year, and uh, and then it was Jim Grinkson's fault, and then it was also probably their fault this year too for not investing their team more heavily as well. I still can't believe you're criticizing Bruce Arians again. I this mean, is ridiculous, man. You are such I mean, that, a coward. That, that's what led him taking so many hits his rookie year was that offense. But I know. It's fine. I mean, it sucks. It's, it really it's disappointing. That's all it is. It's because, man, y'all's division, though. The Jags are winning the division. Whoa, wait, what? Yeah, they are. You think that now? 100%. Th- you're so cold-blooded. You think Nick Foles yeah. is going to... Okay. Well, wait, wait, you don't even <laughs> like Lamar Miller, though. Uh, I like him, but not in the Houston Texans offense. Okay, let me put it to you this way. Would you rather like Carlos Hyde in the offense than Lamar Miller? No, no running back's good in the offense. Okay, well, now I don't know what you're saying. It's like, you know what a good running back is in the offense? A guy who can run through a defensive lineman for two extra yards because they can't block the first level or block linebackers. Was his name Foreman? Uh, I don't know. Did you have Devontae Foreman? And they had de- they drafted Deontay Foreman, cut him, yeah. then he signed with the Colts, then tore his triceps. Oh, okay. So, so at least you got it. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, tonight we're going to talk about, I guess, a, an even sadder division of football, the AFC, the AFC East. And we'll go in alpha, 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 huh? order. What are we doing? What are we doing? Yo, now? DJ, run that back. <laughs> yeah, run that back. Alpha, Spin alpha, back. alpha, alphabetical order. Uh, we'll start the Buffalo Bills. So the Bills last year. They won six games the year before that. They won nine games, made the postseason for the first time in like 18 years. And they did that by winning close games against a bunch of bad teams. And it was expected for them to regress. That's what happened last year. And they also like took on a bunch of dead money. They released players so they could have a big offseason this past year. Uh, they made a lot of moves last year. Yeah. They rebuilt their entire offensive line. They added John Brown. They added Cole Beasley. Um, they had multiple tight ends, too. They added... They had, they had uh, Kevin Johnson to their secondary. They had Logan Thomas and Charles Clay with the Titans. They added Frank Gore. Uh, Frank Gore is going to be here too. On their offensive line, they added Ty Niche, uh, Mitch Morris. Niche is probably be their backup left tackle slash right tackle because they did draft Cody Ford. Quinn Spain, I really like here at left guard. Um, they made a lot of moves here. And I guess the kind of the question is for the Bills this season is, one, do you think their defense can be the second best defense in football again? And two, if it isn't, can Josh Allen improve enough and this offense improve enough to make up the difference? Kind of like the same conversation we had when we talked about the Bears last week. Yeah, whenever it comes to Buffalo Bills, though, I think they have a shot with their defense. I feel like that it's still going to be, I don't know if number two. I mean, I'd put them maybe in the top seven area. Yeah. 
but I don't think they're going to be able to kind of sustain that. And then they're going to be relying more on Josh Allen, who I don't think is going to be able to take that next step. Maybe Even in preseason, he doesn't look that good. And by the way, it doesn't matter, weren't though. you the Josh Allen lover? Oh, I love him. Okay, but I'm not Matt, saying he's going to be great. I'm saying okay, he's, this the, doesn't make he's sense. the most fun quarterback in the league. This doesn't make sense. Because he's so ridiculous. What? There's nobody like him. But it's he's like the only player in the world that will overthrow somebody five yards by like fifteen yards, then like throw a downfield pass like seventy yards down the field and complete it, then throw like another wide open sixty yard pass but underthrow it by fifteen yards, and then like he's awful like he, on designated runs he's awful against the blitz and pressure unless he runs and he's the greatest he's the greatest scrambling quarterback since Michael Vick. Okay. He's spectacular and he has no brain and he's like so. He's just perfect. Oh, wait. So you would think that he's a better scrambler than Lamar Jackson? Yeah. Whoa. Because Jackson's more of like a runner on designated runs right now. Allen was better as a scrambler than Jackson was last year. Okay. Either ja- way. Jackson took uh, 10 sacks because of failed scrambles last year. Josh Allen don't do that. Oh, Josh okay. Allen jumps over Anthony Barr. All right. He did that one bags time. bags midair. It was one time. Still did it. <laughs> Nobody else has done that before. Made out with a hot dog. It was one time. Yeah, <laughs> I I think he's I think he's the perfect like expl- uh, example of youth. I think he's beautiful. I love watching okay. him play. Yeah, he's so much fun. Okay, if that's what you're saying, so he's like, the perfect example of youth. Then yeah. yes, man, you're exactly and so, like, right. Like here's the thing about Josh Allen too. It's like yeah, he oh no, Josh Allen sucks. Yeah, you know who you are if you say that. It's like you're watching a sunset. You're like, wow, what a beautiful sunset. Look at the greens and the purples and the reds and the yellows. And wow, look how how uh, purple that cloud is right there. What? And then some nerd comes behind you. It's like actually the sunsets are those colors because the lights are refracting pollutants in the air. I don't care, nerd. What? It's beautiful, and that's all that matters. I don't care that he can't, you know, complete a pass <laughs> more than sixty percent of the time, and uh, he's like the worst quarterback on passing <laughs> on third down. I don't care, but he's beautiful, and I love watching him play. And like, I think so much of that gets lost in. You know, this time where we're just like trying to be smart and right all the time. So my other side of this is, <laughs> is what Cole Beasley? I mean, who's your number one receiver here? Uh, what what are we working? I guess Zay with? Jones is okay. So, but like Zay Jones is gonna be so good on New England in two years. That's okay. what's gonna happen. You to think him. every receiver is going to New England though? Zay Jones definitely will. Okay, you who were you saying the other day was gonna go to the New England Patriots? Oh no, you're saying that another receiver was. You just think everybody's gonna go to that team. And do you even think that the Buffalo Bills, to an, to actually ask the question back to you, because I still say top seven, do you think the Bills can be a top two defense? No, I don't think so. Ooh, but what like, are you thinking? I really like their secondary. I love that Oliver, and he's replacing Kyle Williams. I th- I really feel like the biggest problem with this defense is Starla 2A was really bad last year. And then a lot of their pass yeah. rush comes from Lorenzo Alexander, who's 36. Uh, but Jerry Hughes is you know, super dependent. Trent Murphy fell out a good year last year after being injured for the beginning of his career. And I don't know if Murphy's sustainable. It seemed like a lot of his sacks that he got were off stunts. So I have some concerns with that, their pass rush. But they have really good secondary. And, you know, it's it's a Carolina defense where it's like, yeah, we're going to play base and we're going to have our linebackers cover and we're going to pressure their front four. And uh, so, I don't know. Like, I think it, I think it would still be a top 10 defense. I, think, I still think they tackle and cover well. Um, but, like, I still think this offense is probably going to be bad. 
you know <laughs> you're so big on josh allen and then you just like throw it under the bus because you even do you like their receivers you like their weapons no, I, I mean even their running backs i don't like their weapons because even when it comes to the running backs why aren't they drafting somebody is LaShawn mccoy even going to be able to hold up all season he had the worst year of his career last that's what year. i mean and then frank gore is their backup so are they really going to be doing anything yeah, uh, I don't know. It, it's like the same thing that it was last year. I feel like this team, and this is my problem with this division, why does it feel like that this team just stayed the same to me? They didn't, though. But I didn't. I didn't where did they improve? Their offensive line, and I think, is the biggest thing. But Josh Allen is still the quarterback, and so, you're not <laughs> saying he's getting right. any better. Well, this is what I'm going to say. So, like, their offense last year, they had 468 rushing attempts, which was six. Their running backs averaged 3.5 yards to carry. Gross. Uh, they were 30th in just the line yards, which tries to measure the amount of impact the offensive line has on the rushing game. They were 23rd in rush offense DVA, negative 11.3%. Uh, here's some yards per carry numbers. LaShawn McCoy, 3.2. Chris Ivory, 3.3. <laughs> uh, Marlon Mumphrey had 4.8, a practice squad guy. <laughs> there we he go. played four games. And then they also had... Uh, Somebody else with 3.8. I <laughs> Somebody else, some guy. I can't read it. But their offensive line, I think, is going to be a lot better with Morse. Uh, I love Quentin Spain here. Like, he's such a good first-level mover. He's not that good at the second level, but just even have like that big first-level Muller. And then you hope Deion Dawkins in year two um, is much improved. But I guess that's kind of like the idea here for the offense is it's our run game is going to be better. We're going to probably use Alan Moore as a runner on designated runs. And then just like run play action, throw the hell out of the ball downfield, and hope you hit like three times a game. So it's like it, it's like Blake Bortles, but is, like but isn't that also kind of like the Seattle offense, where it's uh, yeah. literally like just two wide receivers set just run downfield, but with a much worse quarterback. Exactly. That's yeah. the see. So you're wanting them to run an offense that only Russell Wilson can run, and that he all, well Wilson shouldn't even be running it at all. Yeah, but he's still the big biggest escape artist anyone has ever seen it's true i and like it actually i'm oh. more turned on right now oh i like it yeah yeah if i would put him as a superhero it would be mr miracle okay yes so i i know they gave cole beasley a lot of money to like catch short passes and i'm so excited to watch the bills play this year Why? just for josh At- like i want to see cole beasley run like a seven yard slant and then josh allen throw the ball to him and have the ball go 30 yards down the field over his head <laughs> And Cole's just like, what are you expecting? From-? He's like five six. No, dude, screw Cole Beasley. He he said this offseason. I've never had so much fun on a team before. <laughs> I love these guys. These guys are the greatest. This is the best time I've ever had playing it's football. Eight, it's eighty degrees right now. I hate him so much for saying these things. He was really efficient in the slot last year, though. Yeah. He had much better year last year than I gave him credit for. I know. And so I went back and looked at the numbers. And well, the problem was is that Dak did give him credit. I thought. Yeah. And just I don't think I'm anybody, I personally did. Nobody gave him credit for his rap career. I think is the real problem. Here. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's what we really need to solve. You know, I think the world needs less of what short wide wide receivers from SMU. I don't, we I don't, need less of them in the world. I don't know. There's like, good. Four, there's like four of them in the NFL right now. Yeah, because Washington they has one too. It's like they breed them. That's the only thing SMU knows how to do is make those receivers. Same thing with Penn State. What do they call it? Linebacker U. Yeah. It's what it is. I guess they're like running back U now. It's true. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. It's what a college should do. You should just look at like what type of position should we breed here. Yeah. Yeah. Like LSU and cornerbacks. Yeah. Because they're the only college team in the country that actually has them backpedal. Yeah, but wait. They've had some kind of guys that are iffy that I thought would be great. Yeah, but they, just, they still get drafts in the first round. Yeah, but Morris Claiborne, dude. Come on, man. Well, that's the only one you'll ever think of. Ha ha, Clinton Dix. He's okay. I want to call him great. <laughs> man, I just still can't give her how bad this offense was. 
That's what I mean. It was so bad. And do so you, I just want to so say Josh Allen on runs, 89 runs, 631 yards, 7.1 yards in attempts, eight touchdowns. His DVA is a rest year, 33.3%, 192 DYAR. Um, and then his DVA as a passer was like, you know, completely awful. But the one thing I will say about Allen last year, Peterman went 0-2, Derek Anderson went 0-2, Matt Barkley went 1-0, Josh Allen 5-6. and Yay! Hey, okay. You know? All right. We I mean, got something. There's there. some magic here. Yeah. There's some magic here. All right. I don't think there's any magic. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we're about out. I just I don't see it, but I think it's gonna be fun, like you said. I think it would be great if Alan did take the next step or at least improve. But I don't, I don't care if he does. No, I need him to improve, I Matt. I need I him guess to improve. That's the point. I don't care if he gets better. What is or not. the matter with you? I what just you want him to he's, he's just so fun and beautiful. Yeah. I swear to God, I love the Patriots more than life when it comes to Tom Brady because it's not to say they're my favorite team or anything, but Tom is the greatest of all time. I just have to say that he is. Here's the thing, though. Somebody has to challenge him in the division, man. This is just unfair at this point. As a Cowboys fan, I even feel like we would destroy each of these teams. Every team feels that way. That's the point. It's like, you guys are great and all, but what the hell? Yeah. I mean, the division, I think, was like, Tough twice once the second game and the Jets were really good and like they had a bad offense. Yeah. I know I know the Dolphins won that division when they did the Wildcat thing and Matt nope. Castle was the quarterback. Uh but yeah, every year it's bad. It, it doesn't make any sense because how is it that these teams, just like I said about the Bills, why does it seem like they have just stayed the same? Why does everybody just stay the same and yet New England just adds another piece and everyone's or like they're Ooh. either they're either really bad or mediocre. Yeah, exactly. And that's the difference between the two. And I feel like the Bills are the mediocre. Um, yeah, I think they are. They are. I don't I think, think they're going to be the bad. I, don't th- I think they're going to be the mediocre. Yeah. And so like, the same with this division, too. It's like, we know what's going to happen here. And I so know. it's like, I, I'm still excited to watch three of the teams in this division. Wh- 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 wait. Yeah. What? Except I'm actually not that excited to watch New England. Because you know what's going to happen with New England. Well, New England should... And, oh, wait. Who do you want to watch? I'm excited to watch the the, the Bills because of Josh Allen. Okay. And the your defense lover. is good. Okay, you're a lover. Yeah, I think the offensive line's going to be improved. Okay, you're a lover. And, like, Cody Ford's a good run blocker. No, no, no. Stop it. You're a lover. He's not my lover. <laughs> you know, I don't I, know why you're being he's defensive He's too young about to this. be my lover. Oh, okay. He's like a, We're crossing a different territory I admire right him. Let's get in a Law & Order SVU territory. <laughs> I think he's only, like, 22 or something. Is he 22? Yeah. Oh, that is young. Yeah, it is young. Hey. And he's a, he's a man, too, so he's extra dumb. <laughs> oh, he's a man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I have the same intellect as, like, a 22-year-old woman, but not... What? Like, yeah. Uh, I'm also very dumb. And then I'm excited to watch the Jets, and we'll get to the Jets in a second. So the thing about the Bills, though, is they do play the 28th easiest schedule this year. Their postseason odds Whoa. are 26.9%, Whoa. which is pretty low, but uh, they're projected to win 6.9 games. They're over under 6.5. So where do you have the Bills this year? Oh, really? Dang it, man. I'm going to take the over on this. Yeah. I got them at 7-9. and nine. Okay. Yeah, I have them at 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah, Like, yeah, it was, it's like in that type of area here, but I don't think they're going to be too terrible, but also they're not going to have a winning record. Yeah, and I, I had, I think either the Jets or the Bills are going to be 8-8, eight and eight, and one maybe like 7-9 or 6-10, and 10, but yeah. neither one of them is going to be above 500 and challenge the Patriots. Somebody's going to be 2-14. and 14. <laughs> You ready for it? <laughs> So up next is the Miami Dolphins. All right. So I'm not trying to poke fun at you all here. <laughs> I'm just trying to pr- prove a point. Name as many Miami Dolphins players as you can off the top of your head right now. Okay. Devontae Parker, Kenny Stills. Um, for now. 
For now, for now. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I have to admit. Uh, Kiko Alonso. I hate him. Johnson, their safety. Uh, well, their safeties are Minka Fitzpatrick and Rashad Jones. Oh, Jones, that's what I was yeah, thinking of. Yeah, close, though. It doesn't count. You're oh, at four. Dang. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Kenny Drake. Kenyon Drake, yeah. All right. That's five. You know what? That's all I got. I'm it's impressed. I'm hard. impressed. That's pretty good. Uh, you, come on, man. You're going to give me a little bit of credit for yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm going to give you some names from their starting group. Are you ready? All right, what we got? So on their defense, their left cornerback is Eric Rowe. They have a defensive end, Charles Harris. Uh, defensive tackle called Davin. Uh, Who are these people? I don't know. Godchanks. What? <laughs> I, yeah, Davin, Devon Godchanks. I'm for sure that's probably right. right. I wrote that wrong. Their defensive end, uh, Tariq. Carlden, um, they have a linebacker named Jerome Baker, another named Raquan McMillan. <laughs> uh, so that's on their defense. Their offense has Michael Dieter, who's a rookie or a second round player. They have Jesse Davis at right guard. Jordan Mills, you know, he played right tackle at Buffalo and was bad. Uh, their tight ends, they have a tight end named Nick O'Leary. They, of course, have Rose and Fitzpatrick at quarterback. Kenyon, uh, Ballage was actually pretty good last year as well, too. So, like, I don't know. There's like I know more of the players in Miami than I thought I did, but there's still like five stars. I'm like I don't know who any of these guys are. By the way, um, I don't feel any. I don't feel terrible now. I didn't know a single <laughs> player that you just named there, so I'm good. Well, I you know, feel so much better actually. And you know who Laramie Tunsil is? He's still their left tackle. Yeah, but I where did he play before? He played for Ole Miss. Yeah. I don't know. How he, he's the gas mask video guy. Wait. Yep. That was screwed up. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Got it. Yep. Uh, so, like, the Dolphins, I guess, I don't know if you would call them tanking because Ryan Fitzpatrick and Josh Rosen are quarterbacks, but they're definitely rebuilding. And I, there's nothing, like, I'm trying to think, of, like, what's interesting here. And the only thing I can think of is Josh Rosen. So they trade a second round pick for him. And so Rosen last year in Arizona, he played behind, you know, a completely awful offensive line. They were 26 in just the sack rate, 29th in pressure rate. Uh, there he averaged, he threw, he averaged 4.5 net yards a pass. His DVO is negative 53.7%. So he was worse than Josh Allen. His completion percentage was 55.2%. And he threw 11 touchdowns and 14 receptions. So like, I know they're going to probably, they're going to start Fitzpatrick in the beginning, but do you think Rosen's going to improve in Miami? And do you think this is like a good situation for him? With Kenny Stills, with Albert Wilson, with Parker, uh, with Mike Gusecki, a tight end. With, like, I don't know, maybe, like, the 25th best offensive line instead of, like, the 30th best offensive line. Because we're positive here. We don't say worst here. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't know. If, if you're Miami, if Rosen's your future, you don't start him. You just don't start him. And it's because you're throwing him out to the Wolves and you'd feel so terrible because he's just going to get his butt kicked. I mean, every single week, he's just going to get his butt kicked. So what are you really going to do to help him? You're going to trade Kenny Stills because Kenny Stills called out the owner, which, by the way... It was very funny. Their their personal thing is pretty hilarious. Well, the owner thing, I understand, but the... You the, like the Jay-Z the coach thing? Playing yeah. Jay-Z. <laughs> and he played like five Because the coach songs. loves Jay-Z. I, and that's all that Because like, one of his ex-teammates in the college was like, yeah, that guy loves Jay-Z. <laughs> and like he took that as offense that he didn't like his favorite rapper. Hey. You don't insult Jay-Z, all right? That'd be like if I was a head coach of a team and someone, some, somebody said something bad about William Faulkner and I just tore a bunch of pages out of his books and just plastered his locker room with William Faulkner Dude, uh, pages. You know what? 
Jay-Z's got 99 problems and Kenny Stills is one. There oh, we go. I like there that. It is. But yeah, I don't know if it's because of that, but <laughs> I, I think it is because of that. Where teams are going to start getting rid of these guys that, not to say Kenny Stills is wrong for having like his opinion and everything, but it's these guys that are just bringing attention to themselves during the football season. Yeah. Where it's, we got just for this rebuilding season. Let's see how it goes. We just want you to be able to perform well, which he hasn't been like up to. He like, was good standards. at this second half last year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's better in New Orleans, but exactly. I, mean, I think he just doesn't want to play there. I think it's part of it too. And like, if he doesn't want to play for an owner that that has different political views than him, then you know that's his prerogative. That's what yeah. he wants to do. I understand that completely. I guess you know it's his right or whatever to do that. But like, I mean, I, I think the the thing with Rosen here though is that you do want to play Rosen because you want to know what you have in Rosen. Because if you're bad this year, which they're going to be, they're going to be then, terrible. then you can make the decision, say, do we want to try and give Rosen a shot here? Or do we want to draft one? Because it's supposed to be like the best quarterback class since, you know, yeah, I don't but, know, the last best quarterback class. But you know that it, your team's going to be terrible. Yeah. So you know Rosen. But you can still get... Rosen's got nothing. So how is Rosen going to be able to prove anything? You can still get video and idea of what you have. But it's better to know that now and make a decision on it than lose out taking like Tua or the guy from Clemson because you're like, yeah, we still may have something here, Rosen. You know what I mean? No. I, so that's why I think you have to I play I don't him. know what you mean. You're not going to be able to tell. I feel so bad for Rosen. Rosen's never going to have a he's shot just, because he's just going to be know, behind he's just gonna go offensive to, lines. He's just going to go to Indy next season and then be like a top 10 quarterback. Ooh, I didn't even think of that. That's a good call. What are you I, talking I about? Think, Brissette is the future. Well, I think this is what's going to happen with Rosen this year is that the Dolphins don't owe him any guaranteed money. So they have him for like a cheap contract for three years, and so like he's still gonna be interesting as a as like a prospect for another year or two after. The, even if he plays bad this year, a lot. Of teams I guess are you say could say it could be a backup. But yeah, like but still, I think even if he's bad, in Miami and they draft a quarterback in the first round, another team would trade for him and give him a shot. And so I could see him going to a team like Indy even next year, um, and see what they have what they could have with him potentially. Because the again, the Dolphins don't owe him any money at all. Like it's just like a free yeah. contract they have on their books. He's just a guy that's there. Yeah. Must be nice. Mm-hmm. But in the end, do you like Brian Flores as a coach? He's an he's a ex-New England guy, so no. Oh. <laughs> They're all bad. See? They're all bad. And isn't it bothering that he's in like the same division? And this is what I talk about, Matt. Let's go back to what I just said. These teams stay the same. Where What is the Miami ownership? You know what? Let's hire a New England guy. You know, I think I think he's going to be able to take Bill yeah. Belichick in the future. He's never going to be able to outcoach Bill Belichick. He came from him. The old, so what are we doing? Yeah, I, I I mean, like especially like the the Jay Z thing. I think is the Jay Z thing. I think is hilarious. But this is definitely like an ex, you know, Bill Belichick guy. He's like, yeah, I'm taking control of the locker room. This is this mine. is a, we're we're tough. We hustle. We work hard here. You know, that sort of thing. They try to make a statement. And it doesn't work. These are professional athletes. And I know. And he's just... And that's the thing is that it works in New England, but it can't work in Miami because you know how Miami is, man. It's party time where they don't even care about the sports because they're at the beach. (laughs) I guess so. Do you think Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be competent enough to start the year? To like completely ruin their ability to, to tank for a higher draft pick? No, no, no. We've already talked about this. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I may pick up for my first three weeks of fantasy football. Please do it. Because he is going you, to destroy. Well, do, you know, do you know what their first month of the schedule is? What is it? This is going to completely change your mind. Baltimore, New England, at Dallas, the Chargers. 
All right, I see 35, 35, 7, 35 okay. points being scored there. And Well, I mean, Baltimore's going to have a top 10 defense probably. Then, whoa, but then after, after the bye week, they play Washington at Buffalo at Pittsburgh, the Jets at Indy Buffalo. So I think you'll probably, they'll probably start Fitzpatrick for the first month. They're going to be 0-4. And yeah. then they'll try out Rosen and then see what they have in him. And then they'll be 0-8. And, and, and they're going to be 0-8. And, and they're going to draft two or they got from Clemson in the first round. And then trade Rosen to, like, Denver or Indianapolis or, you know. Tua's not going to do anything. I don't know. I haven't watched him at all. Miami's not going to do anything. Can God, you, I hate this team. Can you name anything that you want to watch in Miami? Can you be like, yeah, the, the Ballard-Drake backfield is pretty interesting. Uh, I'm really excited to watch Albert Wilson on screen passes. No. No. <laughs> I have nothing that I'm looking forward to on this team whatsoever. I like want to be so far away from this team because this team has no desire to win, and they're just tanking, which, again... Or do you think they're tanking or rebuilding? What are they rebuilding, Matt? What are they rebuilding right now as we speak? What are they improving? They're not. There's I mean, my this point. Is, I think this could be the worst defensive football, too. That's the problem. They traded their two best edge rushers. Well, they didn't trade. They didn't resign Cameron Wake. They traded Robert Quinn. Uh, this is going to be one of the worst pass rushes in football. Their secondary, like, Zayvon Howard is really good. The rest of their cornerbacks are bad. Uh, Rashad Jones is old, and he's okay. Minka Fitzpatrick is, you know, he's really great, but the pass rush is so bad. Their linebacker's bad. Also, I think Kiko Alonso is one of my least favorite players in football. How can he not be? I oh hate how tiny God. his jersey is. Oh, that's the it, reason why? Yeah, he's like, oh, what are you talking about? He's like one of the dirtiest players that, in the league. That, and you're talking about how tiny his jersey is. I was, gonna, I was about to add to that. His jersey is pornographic. Why is it so tiny? It's a bib. Why is it? It's and his like shoulder pads are really small too, and he just misses tackles all the time. No, he actually hits his tackle every time after the guy has been tackled yeah, but I'm on saying the ground like, for five seconds. He misses tackles, and they're just one versus one tackle opportunities. He is the worst. Yeah, I really don't like. I really him. don't like him at all either. When he starts fights on the field, I'm like, you know what? If somebody were to just about this knock him right out, now? if somebody were to knock him out, I'd be like, you deserved it, dude. Yeah, you deserve all of that. Uh, the only thing I can say I'm excited for is watching Laramie Tunsil play. But, what? like, I mean, I'm, I'm saying this in theory because I'm busy. I got a lot of things I got to do. Oh, I you got, make me sick. I, like, I got a lot of things I try to write during the year. And, like, sitting there for over the course of, like, two nights, over the course of, like, 12 hours and watching Laramie Tunsil film, I don't think I have, have it in me. Uh, but that's, like, the only thing I'm looking forward to is watching Tunsil play. Because, like, his first two years, he was a really great run blocker. And they had some problems in the passing game. And so it'd be interesting to see how he, how he develops. And then the Dolphins are also interesting for one other reason, because they really want Jadavion Clowney, because they're smart, and they should trade for Jadavion Clowney. And the Texans are a bunch of doofuses. And so the only thing holding, holding them back is that Clowney has said he doesn't want to play for them. This is the reports. That Clowney doesn't want to play for him because he doesn't want to play for a rebuilding team. And they're like, well, we'll build around you, Jadavion. And then you can just toil, ra- toil, toil away the rest of your career to seven to nine seasons and never make the postseason. Wait, wait, wait. Why are y'all wanting to trade him? Because they're stupid. Wait, wait. What? Yeah, you didn't know about this? No. 
They didn't extend some long-term contract. He's Dude, on hold, the on, franchise hold on, hold on. I didn't know about this. And I don't listen to your shows me. if I'm not on it, okay? Yeah. If I'm <laughs> not on it, why was, is it important to me? I was asked me? that question the other day. Was, uh, somebody asked, hey, does Taylor listen to the show? And he's not on it. like, no. <laughs> he's a selfish, spoiled brat. That's what I am. That. I only like the sound of my own yeah. voice. It's, like, but it's and obvious. You, and you skip ahead whenever I start talking. Oh, it's <laughs> only, all right, let me go to Taylor. Yeah, a plus 15. Okay. okay. Oh, there's my voice. I usually have you send the entire time list to me on when my voice starts. Yeah, well, we don't do that. Oh, why well, I usually have so you do that. That's the only exciting thing for Miami. I mean, if Jadavion goes here, I'll probably watch him play every week because I love Clowney so much. That makes me sick. I actually. love it, man. I love watching Clowney play. But he's not. But why would you trade him? <laughs> that's a, you want to give him to Dallas? It's a different topic. We'll give you Maher. All right, Sean Lee, Maher, Randall Cobb, a two. A first round pick this year. Oh, you don't have your first round pick this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, but you're not taking cop. First round pick next year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you the other two. Some Eagles fan was like, all right, clowny trade package. Uh their backup left tackle, their backup tackle, uh, and a and a first round oh pick. Or like a second round pick. I was like, <laughs> no. The worst thing I've ever it's heard. like a first round pick next year, him, no, Andre Dillard and Timmy yeah. Jernigan. What are we talking about? Yeah. We're talking about a twenty six year old edge defender who's one of the best edge defenders in football who's entering the prime of his career he's missed three games over the last three seasons uh who's gonna get better as a pass rusher and also he's just like so much fun to watch too so it's it's ridiculous and now, I, the, now i don't understand your now team. there are reports that they're looking to trade him for a wide receiver oh <laughs> no why yeah i don't know what do you need a wide receiver for uh, you have like the top three wide receiver. What do you need another one for? I'm moving to Tampa Bay. I don't know. Oh, here it so is. So what's your so what's your pick for the Miami Dolphins? Okay, because they're trying two and fourteen. Okay, I have them at three and thirteen. So you have Fitzpatrick winning the first three games. No, I have them losing those games. Whoa. I have Rosen winning like three games. He Whoa. he won two in Arizona. Well, wait, so you don't think Fitz Magic's gonna have any magic? No, it's such a brutal beginning the schedule. You heard the schedule? Yeah, I know. Baltimore, New England, Dallas, Chargers. He is going to destroy Baltimore. No, he's not I want you to understand this. Okay. All right? That's a bold prediction. Just wait. By the way, first game of the season, I have a shot at this. Yeah. <laughs> right? So it could happen. <laughs> yeah, it may actually happen. Dude, just wait. You remember the New Orleans game against them? Yeah. That happened. Wait, the wait. Pittsburgh no, game no. was really good, too. Oh, that was good. It was also Tampa. Yeah. 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 All right. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the rest of the a- AFC East. And we're back. So up next in the AFC South preview is the New England Patriots. Uh, I think we already know how the season's going to go for New England. It's how it goes every year. They play the AFC East, which is the worst division in football. They play an easy schedule. They lose like maybe like one surprising game, and then they lose like three games against good teams, and they get the number one home, they get the number one seed home field advantage. Except for last year, of course, and the Chiefs had that, and they won in Kansas City anyways. So it That's because of Miami game, so it doesn't matter anyways. Cause well, Bill, they, they Bill Belichick blew that game because of Gronk. Yeah. But Gronk retired, so that's out of the question. Who cares? Uh, but this year, they're projected to have the easiest schedule in football, of course. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and like the departures they had on their team, you know, aside from Gronkowski, they replaced him with Matt Lacoste, and they also signed Austin Safarian Jenkins. Um, also, at tight end, they're going to have Ben Watson here, which they added too. But like, the guys that they lost... Um, like Trey Flowers, they replaced him with Michael Bennett. They lost Cordell Patterson, which really doesn't matter. They lost Michael Brown. They replaced him with Mike Pennell. Um, they didn't really like everything that they lost last year. They didn't really they replaced everything. That's with all it. they do. Yeah, and they it's just like the machine just replaces a more expensive part with a cheaper part and just keeps on rolling. You know, 
That's just how the Patriots are. That's why it's the exact same thing every single year in this division, man. Even with this team. it's Because either way, it kind of sucks. Because there's really no competition in their division where it's like, oh, maybe somebody's going to give them a run for their money. Never. Maybe they're not going to sweep it and go 6-0 and automatically. Think about well, that. Well, they usually go 5-1. and yeah, But that's still... They'll lose to like a bad Buffalo team out of nowhere. But that's the problem. But it's, yeah, it's five it, wins It's an automatic five. Yeah. It's an automatic five. So you, you might as well put them at... You to make the playoffs after that. You might as well put them at 5-1 and one right now, and we'll go from there. Uh, we already are right now. You know what? We are. Yeah. We're we're already already right I'm there. glad that we did this. So I was reading some stuff about the Patriots, and you know how every... Patriots season preview starts is Tom Brady declining. Oh my lord. So are you ready for it? Give it to me. So last year in the regular season from for over so this is like minus the last month of the season, he threw three hundred fifty one passes, completed out five hundred thirty eight, a sixty five point two percent completion percentage, four thousand nine yards, twenty five touchdowns to eleven receptions. Uh, over the last month of the season, hundred nine for hundred fifty eight a 69% completion percentage, so up four percentage points, 1,203 yards, six touchdowns with three interceptions. He took only two sacks. He averaged 7.6 yards in attempt. Um, so that figure went up a little bit. But on deep passes, he threw, he was completed 12 out of 27 with 283 yards and two touchdowns. So, like, I know he threw the ball entirely different, but, like, he was still really good all of last year. But he's just, like, not throwing the ball downfield as often. And then the postseason comes, the last time the season comes, and he's just ripping and roaring down the field. Man, we've already had this conversation. But we have this, to have it again. I literally looked at my phone and all my notes say is, what do you want me to say? It's because all it's going to be is every single year, just like we just <laughs> talked about. They're going to at least is go. Is that really all it said? At le- yeah, yeah, it really is. So what else do you want me to say? They're they're at least going to go 10 and 6 here. Oh, you, you say even maybe even more, but it doesn't matter. Either way, it's at least 10 and 6 where Tom is going to look like he has a noodle arm. And everyone's gonna at times. Da- yeah, at times. at times. And everyone's gonna doubt it. And everyone's gonna be like, "Oh my God, look at this! This is the time." Tom just hasn't looked that solid. But then the postseason happens. Then the arm turns into a cannon. And then the cannon just starts going off and throwing the fastest bullet passes I've ever seen in my life. Here comes the gunpowder. Here comes Tom. No, it's the gunpowder. You know, have what? you seen that stupid sign they have at Patriots games? What it's is like on saying? a sheet, and they spray painted it. Black, you know, spray paint. It says, "Here comes the gunpowder," spelled P O W D A H, and it makes me sick every time. You know what I would love is that if Mel Gibson came out in like his Patriot outfit, okay, and like had his like gun and his, his hatchet, yeah, his hatchet just ready to go. You know what? And then he ran out with the team on the field. Yeah, I would probably leave the Cowboys and join that t- that fan base. It, I may be called a bandwagon, but it would only be because of Mel Gibson coming out as the Patriot. Have they have they photoshopped Tom Bray's face on Mel Gibson's uh, face in that movie cover yet? Have they done that yet? I don't know if they've done that, but that's G. I don't know why I'm we're not sure doing. Sure, it's out there. Do you know how to Photoshop? Nope. God, what are you good for? Well, you learned that. I can't learn anything. I'm the editor, the writer. You should learn how to do the Photoshop. I'm the talent. No, <laughs> you need to learn how to Photoshop. <laughs> Is that not how this goes? We're not talented enough to not be Jackson. We have trades, four million listeners. What are you true. talking about? That's true. God, we're going up by the week. Uh, but yeah, I, but every season preview starts with this whole Brady thing. And then the other thing, the thing that always makes me laugh is remember, like, I guess it was four or five years ago when they played the Chiefs in Monday Night Football, and the Chiefs beat them, like, 28 points. All these articles came out, I was like, this is the end of Tom Brady. That was four years ago, and here we are, and it's he's ridiculous. won two Super Bowls since then. 
uh, when has been the three, and is I mean he's he's the best quarterback of all time, and I guess the thing with Brady too, it's like his peak was so high that whenever he starts, that he's like on the downturn, but because the peak was so high, it's like oh yeah, we're just coming down from Everest, so we're still like thirteen thousand feet in the yeah, air. He still you know? hasn't stabilized to a normal altitude. Yeah, I think he's stabilized just like being like you know a top six quarterback instead of you know number one until the postseason happens and he's very good and then the arm turns into something else uh, i think what's interesting about the patriots too their offense is i don't, I don't think it's really built on brady at all anymore i think it's built on their power running attack so that's mike devlin who's my favorite fullback in football uh they have a top five offensive line uh their offensive line coach i think is the best offensive line coach in football like the one year he wasn't there was the year they lost to denver when demarcus Ware and von miller just absolutely destroyed brady and then Belichick was like, what do you want? Dante, what do you need to come back here? I have no idea what he gave him, but whatever he gave him, he came back out of retirement. Probably his soul. And the offensive line has been spectacular since then. Um, the one difference in their offensive line this year is that Trent Brown went to the Oakland Raiders. Isaiah wins their projected starting left tackle. He's six foot three. You know, he tore his Achilles last year. So it'll be interesting how he does. But still Ooh. Joe Thune, David Andrews, Shaq Mason, Marcus Cannon for the rest of the offensive line. And... I, they're not like a particularly like great running team at all either, but they're so they're such a good play action team that it doesn't really matter. Wait, 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 wait. What are you talking about here? So you really not think Michelle's gonna take the next step? Uh, I I mean he hasn't shown enough for me to think what? he's spectacular. Even when it came to the he's playoffs, right. Matt stop. He's all right. In my opinion, Michelle. But like, come play, on, but come he on, played man. against Kansas City. I got he you. He played against the Rams. I got you. Who did they play in the division round? The it was Titans, Chargers. Is the Chargers? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like he didn't. I mean, he didn't really play that much that game. That was Brady that game. It's still, but those are two like the worst. I mean, the Chiefs had the worst run defense in football last I'm year. I'm sorry, my the man. The Rams isn't that good. But I think Michelle's a real deal. I'm just saying in general, their power run offense isn't like. It's not like the Rams rushing attack. It's not like the Chargers rushing attack. It's not like a, a really efficient one. But it's like it's solid. It's dependable. But what makes it work out so well is that they're such a great play-action team, and they're able to throw the ball out of every single personnel set. Yeah, no matter what they do, Tom's going to be able to get it off. I always remember when it came to the playoff games. Bosa, he literally got upset with Tom, and he says, stop throwing it so fast, please. <laughs> like, how do you even say that? Like, how do you even say that? Oh, yeah, that? he took two sacks in the postseason yeah, last year. It, he's just too good at everything he does. This team is ridiculous, which, by the way, Matt, I do have to ask a question because I don't think you and I have talked about this. I want to go. I'm going to point oh something else that you just said real fast about Bosa. Okay. So like, have you heard the idea that you know the quarterback's more responsible for sacks and pressure rate than the offensive line is in a way? Because you can put the same quarterback behind the same offensive line, you'll get entirely different results. So Brady last year, the Patriots were first in just a sack rate, and they were first in pressure rate, and Brady took two sacks last postseason. And so it's like you can't even if like the offensive line misses blocks as long as it's on the interior, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, because the ball's out. It's gone. He's a magician. Is he's he smarter a, than you? What do they What do they calculate at? They oh, did like his average time to throw. Yeah, I know they had it like as a stat. I think it was like one point seven or something, right? Uh, get back to what you were saying before. I rudely interrupted you. Man, I don't know. I forgot my train of thought. This is what I do. You can't just interrupt me. Now, th- oh, 
you don't I thought you were the talent. Man, I'm trying to be the talent, but when you interrupt the talent, now it's like, you know what? Give me my assistant. I need my assistant. Stephen A would never would have done this. And what do you mean Stephen A would have never done this? Even though he, he would know where he was at. Oh, God. All you're doing is trying to hurt my feelings by name calling me. You know what? You're Max Kellerman. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'd rather be dead. <laughs> I'd rather be dead. Um, so the time of throw last year, Tom Brady took 2.62 seconds. And this was like around the same. So he was like the fifth, the sixth quick, quickest in football, uh, only taking more time than Derek Carr, Roethlisberger, Jeff Driscoll, Drew Brees, Annie Dalton, CJ Beathard, and then him at 2.62, Todd Phillip Rivers at 2.62. I bet you love CJ Beathard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, I thought of my question. Because I don't think I've ever asked you, or maybe I have. Who do you give more credit to, Bill Belichick or Tom? Uh, I would say, yeah. I would say Belichick only because the one season Brady wasn't there. He went eleven five. Matt Castle and Matt Castle's been like liquid, green, putrid, just diarrhea everywhere else he's been. But here's where I agree with you and I disagree with you, and this is where I also disagree with people. Regular season, yes, you're exactly right. Postseason's different. Postseason's entirely different for me because those quarterbacks have always made it, always had a winning record, but it's once they get to the pressure situations. For example, the OT game. I mean, that drive yeah, against Kansas City last year was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. That's the point. And by the way, I will always remember, and it's just because of my mother sitting there when she had a bet on the game, just saying, oh my God, look at Tom. He's not going to win. He's not going to win. And he got the ball back. And mm-hmm. I just laughed. And I just sat there and I go, just watch. And he just destroyed them. Yeah, did you say, don't believe me, just watch? Yeah, I, I just <laughs> I just started laughing. I go, they gave him the ball back. Yeah. They don't know what they've done. You can't give him the ball. He's, it's a magician. Yeah. And that's where it's kind of fun with him. And by the way, I will say, even though I'm going to bring up something, did you see what he said when somebody asked him, like, what's your favorite ring? No. He said the next one. Oh, that's damn. such a boss move. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> like, who can say that, Tom? Yeah, that's a good point. That's, that's a good point. That's a good. That's the way to live. Yeah, um, I don't the, have that. Line. The other thing about that game too that made that game like so interesting from a Patriots perspective was they sco- they just ran the ball down Kansas City, and then it's overtime and they face these third eight situations. And I think Brady completed like four third down conversions in a row. Yeah, something ridiculous. And then they like ran the ball once he got in the red zone to win that game. It's, it's just, and that's where it was funny. And, but you and I made the comparison, and that's what we exactly we talked about. Tom seems like he saves himself throughout the year and even in games. Like, Tom doesn't go full Tom in games. And it's kind of interesting to watch because in the playoffs, it truly was a different human being. Yeah. And I don't know how that happens while in reverse, Drew Brees was an entirely different human being at the first half versus the last half. Yeah. I think it's just guys, they just, I don't know if it's taking care of the body. I don't know if it's just knowing how your body works or what you should do or your age. I don't know. I just think it's like a starting pitcher, You he should throw 80 pitches and have 120 in the middle of summer, you know? And there it is. Um, so, like, their defense, they lost Trey Flowers. He went to Detroit. They traded for Michael Bennett. And, you know, Ben didn't have the same year that Flowers had last year, but you'd rather give a fourth-round pick for Bennett than pay Flowers, you know, $18 million. <laughs> And like they just and That's they saved so six million dollars all their cap space. Uh, they had a great draft class where they just like got dependable players and guys who can start pretty much right away all across the roster. Except for I think probably Keneal Henry or Keneal, yeah, Keneal Henry. He'll probably need like probably I would guess probably two years or so until he's ready. Uh, but the one big departure I guess is Gronkowski's not here, 
and they replaced a bunch of bad tight ends. Josh Gordon got reinstated. I didn't realize how many receiving yards Gordon had last year. He had like 700. And I didn't yeah. realize that until I and started. And by the way, Tom really stuff. likes him. Yeah. Like, he really does like him. And even though I was going to bring up one thing as well, I and mean, I'm sorry to interrupt you, even though not really because you interrupt me all the time. But when it comes to Tom and Edelman, I feel like whenever it comes to situation, this is why they're next door neighbors. I think they just have a, a plan where it goes, hey, no matter what, in overtime, fourth quarter, whatever play it is, you're going to run something different. And you're just going to run wherever some guy's open, and I'm just going to throw it to you every time. You're going to run in these certain spots. Well, I think I think Brain knows that their zone coverage is probably going to be. And he's like, okay, this is the route combination. This I, is where the space is going to be. I just think him and, and Edelman I want, are closer than that. I think what they do, though, is they, they use him to deploy where that space is going to be instead of using, like, Philip Dorsett, you know? I don't. I don't know, man. I think it's much deeper than that. I think you're just uh, you're doing surface level. I don't like surface <laughs> level here. <laughs> so the rest of the receivers are Dorsett. They brought in Dontrell Inman from Los Angeles, who's been like really underrated over there. Uh, mm-hmm. They brought in Demarius Thomas. Elman's here, of course. He's Neil Henry, like I mentioned, yeah. And yeah. he and you know Thomas may not play like, until week six, week seven. Is it like an Achilles thing or something? Well, that was what he tore against Houston. What is he? What does he have now? He tore his Achilles last year. Yeah, I know, but I thought Houston. he had something again. I thought no, he had something different than Achilles. It's the same thing, I'm pretty oh, sure. okay. Uh, so he probably won't be back right away from that. And he probably will never... I won't expect very much from him again. But, like, do you think the Patriots' offense is going to work this year with Al Gronkowski, with these receivers that they have, and then just, like, being kind of a power running team that, play, that throws a lot of play action until the postseason comes around? Regular season, yes. But in all honesty, I feel like they're going to have to make a trade on something. I feel like they're going to have to do something because no matter what, and you can talk as much smack, but Gronk was like the safety belt where it's like, I have to have a first down right here. I have to have just five yards. I'm just going to throw it to the Gronk. And he doesn't have that safety belt right now. Yeah. And you just need it every now and then. Not to say he needs it all the time. He just needs maybe like that one throw, maybe that one catch. And he doesn't have that right now. I, I don't know. But either way this division it's gonna allow them to do whatever they want so they'll be able to figure it out by then yeah i hate this division <laughs> yeah it's kind of fair uh their offense also i just want to say so like by personnel and 11 personnel which is one running back one time through receivers dva 30.3 percent with two tight ends one wide receiver uh two running back 6.5 percent with one tight end two running backs one receiver dva 16.1 percent and then their goal line, for, and then with one running back and and four receivers, twenty point four percent. So it's like no matter what formation or personnel they use, they're gonna get like six yards of play, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, and they'll attack you in every single way possible. And uh, yeah, they're the best coach team. They have the best advantage because they have the best quarterback all the time. All and they don't pay him thirty thirty one million dollars a year. They pay him twenty two million dollars a year. Yeah, he got a raise this year, man. Yeah, and he, I mean, he definitely like. They definitely do something to pay him under the table. And I think this defense is going to be dependable again, and the division's bad. Uh, so the over-under for New England is 11. I'm going over. I think they go 12-4. and four. And it's like them and Kansas City again probably to compete for home field advantage in the AFC. Ooh, I like where you're at, and I still agree with your overall conclusion. However, I'm taking the under here. I'm going 10-6 and because either way, that's winning the division. Okay, so why are you going 10-6? and six? I just feel like kind of like what... Gronk out, I feel like they're going to be missing something here. Okay. And I feel like even though they're going to have the automatic five wins, I just think they're going to struggle in some areas. 
I just I don't think it's going to be a complete team because even with Brady's weapons, it's not much right now, man. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot. So and I forgot to mention James White because he's a great pass catching back. Yeah, too. yeah. And with the back situations, not to say, I mean, yeah, you have James White, you have Burkhead, you have Michelle. I forgot about Burkhead. Yeah. I mean, you got. He's been kind of disappointed there, though. He was better at the end of last year, though. It's because he's bald. But like week, weeks one through 16, he's because he's bald. Wasn't that good? And they also drafted a guy, too, pretty They're early so on. so messed up. Uh, so their schedule, Pittsburgh at Miami, the Jets at Buffalo, at Washington, probably 4-1 or 5-0. and Then the Giants, 6-1, 5-1. What are you talking about? At the Jets, 7-0, 6-1. Good Lord. Cleveland at Baltimore by Philly, Dallas, at Houston, KC, and then at Cincinnati, Buffalo, Miami. So that's 11 easy wins right there. Yeah, but that's it's the problem. But that's the problem is that you know they're gonna blow something. They'll blow one. But that's my point. They'll go ten and one in those but games. But I feel like now. they're gonna blow one of the games and then they're gonna lose to Cleveland, obviously. Mm. They're gonna beat Houston for sure. Well you what is the matter with you? Houston's beat New England once in their entire existence. Yeah. And that was week seventeen. Wait, wait, but is it in Houston? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. No, they lose every Dude, time. Dude, that place can be rocking. It doesn't matter. Reliant. It's on my birthday, too. They're going to lose the Patriots oh, on, on my your birthday, birthday. And I'm going to cry. Dude, should I get you tickets? Dude, I'm turning thir- turning 37 years old. I'm going to cry. Okay. If you're turning, yeah, I'm down to go if you want to go. If you're turning 37, we shouldn't hang out anymore because <laughs> I don't know who you are. I got a thing for you know younger guys like we mentioned Josh Allen earlier. I'm going home. All right. So, the, yeah, I'm down to go, though, if you want to go. Yeah, I'm probably not going to go with you now. So, the New York Jets. Um, what? Who? The New York, the New York Jets saying. had like a really weird offseason just because they made a bunch of moves. Then they bring Adam Gase. He's like, I don't want any of these guys. And then <laughs> after they fire their GM, and he stuck with them. And like he has a point in a way because like Bella Mosley at running back and linebacker, you don't pay a lot of money for those positions anymore, but they're both very good at what they do. Um, and so like I think – the Jets are interesting, but I think I don't like Adam Gase as a head coach. And so can you prove me wrong? Can you give me something that justifies Gase being a good head coach? Yeah. Uh, he's, he, Sam, he's, he's still hold on. A, he's still a head coach because of Peyton Manning because he was the offensive coordinator there seven years ago when Peyton Manning is the offensive coordinator. Hold on. He's not going to do anything. But Sam Darnold, man, has had a great preseason, so I believe in something here. I like Darnold. Yeah, I don't really like him that da- much. Damn, Darnold. I was being a little sarcastic there. He has been. He's been so-so. Doesn't look like he's taking any type of step. He just looks okay. I, he I, looks okay. I mean, Darnold made like that Houston game. He made enough throws downfield, enough stuff on the run, enough stuff with pressure. Um, his biggest problem is just like interceptions, which is typical from from a young. He rec- hasn't young thrown any this preseason. Yeah, but he like a you feel he had good a, about he had that? a good he had a good solid rookie season last year. And he, he was better than I thought he was going to be. He, what's what's good and solid for you? What do you what do you consider solid? You like Allen and you like Case Keenum. No, Kino. I'm not. So I want to know what you solid again, is to you, you. We have. I'm so tired of having this conversation. Are these your here. top three QBs in the league? I mean, is it goes Allen number one. Oh, then Deshaun Watson. Uh, wait. Okay. Uh, and then James so, Winston. I hate you for saying that. So why do I hate you for saying that? That's fine. Uh, but I guess like a solid quarterback, a cor- a solid rookie quarterback season is like sixty percent completion percentage, you know, like at least like five touchdowns more than interceptions. Darnold threw uh, seventeen touchdowns to fifteen interceptions, but when you take adjusted interceptions, which accounts for dropped interceptions, and interceptions take place like a hail marys or r- passes the off receiver hands. 
Uh, that number jumps up to 21. His average step to target was 9.4, which was 7. So he threw the ball downfield. And also, like, his receivers were butt for the majority of last year. Anumwa was hurt. And then Robbie Anderson was inconsistent the last month of the season. And the running backs here were really bad, too. Um, so it wasn't, like, a very good situation. And he did a lot more out of a bad situation than, let's say, Josh Rosen did last year in Arizona. Did you just say he had 21 interceptions? Adjusted. Hold on. He threw 17. Hold on. But when you adjust it, bumps Hold to on. 21. Hold on. Matt, what is good about that? I'm not saying that's good. There is I nothing good about that. To, you even said that a rookie yeah. season where it has five different uh, of a differential between the interceptions and the touchdowns. That is two, even with your good side. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Otherwise, it's four worse. I'm saying, I, but I said the problem with him was he threw too many receptions, but he pushed the ball downfield. He did well with pressure. He made a lot of good throws on the run. Uh, I like him in the pocket as well, too. And what are you talking about? They had a solid running game. Didn't they have Poke? No. <laughs> it was like Isaiah Crowell, and then he got hurt. And they uh, Legion McGuire, he got hurt. I don't even know uh, who that is. Bilal Powell was here again for some reason. Uh, how is he still around? He always comes back to the Jets. <laughs> like They have the same running backs. Are always like I bet Chris Ivory is going to be here in like week six. You're like, That's true. How are you still here, too? <laughs> Go home. <laughs> um, so like what they did was they, tra- they changed out James Carpenter. And they added Ryan Khalil. They also uh, changed out. They changed out James Cal- Carpenter and Ad Cl- uh, Kel Muncy Ozzamelli. And they changed changed out their center for Ryan Khalil. And the rest of their offensive line is the same. And they added Le- Le'Veon Bell, of course. They added Jameson Crowder. Or Crowder, I guess, is going to be bouncing back this year after a down last year. Uh, but yeah, like I'm really excited to watch Le'Veon here. And we, I think I've said this seven times in this podcast, but I just like I can still see it. Like I see, do so you think it's weird he hasn't power, played in power. preseason though? I don't. It's fine. I don't care. What do you mean you don't care? He hasn't played in preseason. I like. I was the last time he played a real NFL game where people are touching him. Like and you mean like I mean like shoving and like hitting him. I don't know. I can just see Osmelli pulling and then Bell being really patient and then hitting his speed and breaking a tackle in the second field and or breaking a tackle in the open field because Osmelli just destroys the linebacker. And like I can see it. And like I think he's also gonna be really dependable too in the passing game for Darnold where. Last year, like, Darnold, if somebody was coming after him, it's like, uh, I'm going to run to the right and throw the ball out of bounds or try to make some crazy throw on the run through interceptions. And now he'll have, you know, Le'Veon Bell out there in the flat who can break a tackle and get yards after the catch. And I think Bell has got more of an impact in the passing game than the running game this year. Whoa, dude, you're, like, discrediting, like, Roberson here. All right, he is, like, the real deal. Roberson. Or Robertson. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Yeah, that's, but that's who it is. That's a downfield sideline receiver. That's all you need, Matt. And yeah. that's all but that's Sam who, Darnold wanted. But that's okay. not how you throw to whenever there's pressure. Okay, you know what? I, he can't do everything. And I just don't understand what you believe in in this team. Because even with Le'Veon, Le'Veon hasn't played in over a year. That's fine. And yet you think that it's just going to be okay. I bet getting hit by a 300-pound man is going to feel okay. So you know what their rushing offense DVOA last year was? Okay, what was it? Negative 20.7%, which is 30th. Good. That's not that good. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah, that's really bad. Uh, it's like Buffalo's right attack is really bad. And so I think with the improvement on the interior and Le'Veon, I think it'd probably be like the 16th best rushing attack. The twelfth best rushing attack. Yeah, like I like I know you disagree. I know that you don't think Bell's gonna be great this year. I, don't. I think he's gonna be very good. Yeah, don't we already have a bet? I don't know. I think we bet because I said he was fat and he looked fat, and you said he no, he fat. looked good in his green shorts, and I said, God, we watched the Instagram that. video. Yeah, <laughs> he looked pretty good. <laughs> I can't believe you. We watched the Instagram video and <laughs> looked fine together. I like. I don't know. I just I like their additions that they had in offense. 
Uh, well, they actually I forgot they did. Crowder's new this year. He was he had down year in Washington last year. I like the receivers he has available to him. I think not having you know Crowell and Bilal Powell and McGuire take the majority of the carries will make a big difference. Um, and so I think Darnold's going to be like the 18th best quarterback this season. Oh my! Okay, you're like, how do you rave about a team and then just trash them at the end where it's like, you know what? I think they're going to be 18th is big for a second 18th year. 18th yeah. is big for a second, for a second year, year quarterback. QB. Yeah, it's big. Okay. To uh, go from like 27 to 18, that's right. big. What, Matthew? What are you talking about? It's big. That's not that big. That's big. He is not going to 18th quarterback. So you think the next year, what he's going to be the 17th best quarterback? I don't know. What we about following your 16th? We have to see what happens. So next when year. he's 35, he'll be the 10th best quarterback. Maybe so. You're ridiculous with your point there. But yeah, that's a that's a big jump. For that's a not a year. big jump. Yeah, it is. This is terrible. Yeah, it's I big. can't believe that you want me to get excited about this. Are you going to watch any Jets game? Yeah, I will. No, I'll you're watch not. the Jets this year. No, you're not. What one game are you going to watch? Uh, Jets Bills. Jets Patriots. Jets. No, you're not. Yeah. You're not going to watch Jets Patriots. Yeah. I know you're not going to watch, watch the Jets. Nobody's going to watch Jets Patriots. Is it Monday night? It's got to be a Monday night game. I don't know. I'm going to watch the Jets this year. Um, and the other thing I'm excited for the Jets is, you know, Jamal Adams is like a top five strong safety. And also they drafted Quinn Williams, who's my favorite player from last year's draft class. And him and Leonard Williams will be a lot of fun to watch too on the interior. Like watching them play off each other is going to be really good. Uh, I just don't, and like a lot of their pass rush last year came from a lot of no-name linebackers, and so like I don't know, and their their cornerbacks are bad as well too is the problem. Uh, Tremaine Johnson's one of the worst contracts in football. Uh, Daryl Roberts isn't very good, and so I think this is going to hold them back. I think the offense is going to take a big jump, and then the pass rush is going to be good. But I just think they're going to give up a lot of points to the air in the passing game just because of how bad their secondary is, and also like I don't think Adam Gase is a good head coach. So. In the end, it really sounds like you're saying this team is not going to be very good at all. I think they're going to be okay. What is okay? You just destroyed everything about this team except for the offense. Saying that, oh, yeah. And the defensive line. You didn't say much about it. You just said that the offense would be taking a step forward. I don't remember you saying the defensive I said line. I, love the, I said I love the Williams combination. Yeah, but I don't think you said it was going to take a step forward. Yeah, it's going to be better because they have Quinn and Williams. I don't know if it's going to be a great combination. Oh, no, it's not. Yeah, I don't it think it's going to take a step forward. I think you're out of your mind with this team. Their defensive line is going to be better. I think this team is god-awful. I think you make me God sad. awful. God awful. Uh, so what What are you excited to watch here in New York? What am I? <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm excited for Bell. Yeah. I'm excited to see if Le'Veon's going to be able to, to see hold if you're up. right or not. Oh, I already know I'm going to be right. And when I'm at, when I'm right, I just want you to be coming back to me saying, Taylor. Yeah, I'll you're say right. I Just was like wrong. the Duke Johnson. You should be saying, Taylor, you were right all along that Houston was so smart by picking him up. I think that was a fine acquisition. I don't think they were so smart for picking him up. Oh, I think they were geniuses because it was what I recommended. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I, I will. I guess we'll. You don't have anything else to add here. Well, what so else do the, I got here for this team? What do you want me know. to add for Sam Darnold for Le'Veon Bell? You want me to be excited about Ty Montgomery? Is that what we're gonna do? What do you think, Ty Montgomery? You feel like that he's gonna, you want? Let's talk about him. You you feel like that he's gonna be like the next I like, generation. I like that back? he's number eighty eight and he plays running back. That's what I'm saying. Do that's you feel like cool. he's the next generation running back where they're just gonna start using receivers as this type of position? I mean, that's like Chris Thompson, Washington. Yeah, but he's tiny. He's like one. Of, no, he's not. He's like Dan he only Sproles. catches passes. Yeah, but 
No, he they try to make him like the running back. Man, I drafted him last year. All he does is get hurt. All he does is catch passes. He's tiny. And that's all Ty Montgomery does. He's smaller than me. Probably in New York. Well, but wait, again, Ty Montgomery was running the ball a little he's bit. Predom- he's not very good at it. He's predominantly a pass catcher. He's okay. And so, again, I think these are much better options for Darnold on third down. I think the biggest problem is that Gase is like to throw the ball downfield. He's like a short passing guy. He's an efficient guy. And that works when Payne Manning's your quarterback and he knows where the open receiver is in every play. It doesn't work when you have a second-year quarterback who's like, he needs to th- let him be free. Let him throw the ball downfield. Let him just throw more interceptions. That's what your recommendation is. That's, that's what you're saying right now. I mean, if you're going to throw the ball, it's a, yeah, crack a few eggs, make that's an what omelet. That's what you're saying right now. Throw the ball downfield. Okay. Live you free. Die hard. Okay, that's not the motto. Uh, that is not what it says. No, the motto is live free, die young. Wait, no. No. Live fast, die hard. I don't know what you're <laughs> saying right now. Is that a Fast and Furious reference? Uh... I don't know. May I, I don't know. Your favorite movie is probably Too Fast, Too Furious. Kay. No, Tokyo Drift's the best one. Ooh, yeah. This is the only one where they race. The other ones they don't race. They're bad movies. Except for the one he jumps. Well, wait. Too Fast, Too Furious, they race. I never watched that it's one. It's like, I don't. Man, the racing scenes were like, it was like the first time they had like computerized uh, CGI. Ugh. And they made it look like a computer game. It was so Like bad. PlayStation 1. Yeah, but Ludacris Afro was big. That's cool. So, yeah, I don't have anything else really to add with the, with the Jets. I think the biggest problem here is Adam Gase isn't very good. I think Sam Donald becomes the 18th best quarterback. I'm excited for Le'Veon. I think the interior of their offensive line is going to be better. I like their skill players a little bit. And I think the main reason why I like their skill players is I was like two years ago, it's like, ooh, I kind of like what they got going here. And so I never have a thought like that. I just kind of stick to it because I'm a hipster idiot. And uh, I just don't like their second. I don't like their cornerback play. I think they're going to give up some points because of that. And I the over under is seven. I'm gonna go with seven. I think they go seven nine this year. What the hell did you just say? I think the Jets go seven and nine. Okay, all right. You know what the Jets are gonna go? They go five and eleven. Okay, that's what they're gonna do. You know how many games they won last year? How many games? Four. They're gonna win one more game because you know why, Matt? That offense takes a step forward. Okay, well I think so. <laughs> Well, and also Josh McCown star for a lot of those games last year, too. Yeah, because he was a real quarterback. Ooh, he's back. you see what I did there? He's back. All right, so do you have... So I guess we're in agreement here that we have the Patriots as the division winner. It's ridiculous. And none of these other teams make the playoffs. This is dumb. So to recap, for Buffalo, I have them at 8-8. Eight and eight. You have them at 7-9. We're both taking the over at 6.5. For Miami, I'm taking... I have them at 3-13. and 13. <laughs> You have 2-14. and 14. We're both taking the under at 4.5. <laughs> For New England, I have them at twelve and four. You have them at ten and six. I'm taking the over at eleven wins. You're taking the under. And then for the Jets, I'm at seven nine. You have them at five and eleven. I have them being equal to the over under at seven wins, and you have them taking the under. Seven wins for the Jets. You're so gonna lose that. Oh my lord. That's fine. We should make a bet right now. And you're gonna be wrong about New England. No, what am I going to be wrong? You know what? With that schedule? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, all right. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Good Lord. I didn't even realize. that's what Because even it's like New York, Washington, that's all. That's seven wins. No, that's 11 easy games. That's seven wins right there. Yeah. They're going to go 10 and 1 in those games. And it's like even Dallas. And they're going to be Houston. For me, it's the Cowboys fans. Like, that's the game where we should win because New England's going to be feeling confident. But we should win and take that next step. Oh, my gosh. And Dallas would be losing. Oh, by the way, before we go. Tell me you're jealous about that Jalen Smith contract. Just tell me you're jelly. Just let me feel the jelly from you with that Jalen Smith contract. I don't feel nothing. Oh, you feel nothing? No. Come on. 
I think I it's think, like the fifth best linebacker contract right now. I mean, it's the same idea. It's like when baseball players it's like thirteen million a year, where they extend somebody early so they pay them less in the future because you think they're gonna be good later on. Okay, so Jalen Smith is not gonna be good. I don't know. Oh, what things happen? You're making me things so angry right now. What are you talking about? He has about? an injury history. Oh, yeah. they have problems with their salary cap space right now. Also, you know what? The the, so the, I, I just the audience can't see, but you want one of these? <laughs> Is that what you want? I just don't like paying a guy more money right now when you can see how he plays in the future. When also you have to pay like maybe Elliot or Cooper or Prescott. Are you being effing serious yeah. right now? This is ridiculous. You know that contract is so wonderful. It's going to be wonderful in like three years. I hate you but so much. But it's not wonderful It's right wonderful now. right now. No, it's not. God, I hate you. Not for this year. Next year it is. No, no. It's wonderful right now. It is no, the best thing that's happened this offseason in my It's team. wonderful in three years. God, I don't want to hear you anymore. Um, So that's all we have for the AFC East. My my fa- my personal favorite division of football. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I love how much it changes every year. Such mystery. It's a real page turner. <laughs> Good Lord, Josh Allen, your lover. So that's what we have for the AFC East. Uh, later on this week, we'll be back with the AFC North. Until then, my name is Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to the radio. And thank you for being on Tonight Taylor.